1: Shalom, everyone. I'm going to offer some uh, words of Torah, our drosh, at this point in the service um, because I'm going to be focusing today on our moft here, the, the last aliyah that we're going to be reading in our Torah service, which is Parshat HaChodesh. It is a special reading that is designated exactly for this time of year, for the Shabbat before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, before the new month of Nisan begins. And that melody was uh, Nigun Nisan, the Nisan Nigun melody by Navati Hilaso. So maybe we'll sing it a little bit later as well. Because what we're going to read today is that as the Israelites are preparing to leave Egypt, we're given our first mitzvah. This month, Nisan, which we're about to enter, shall be for you the beginning of all months, The first of the months of this year, this is the mitzvah of sanctifying the new month, which would be marked by the presence of that sliver of moon appearing after the moon seemed to disappear. This mitzvah required the people to go out every month, and if they spotted the new moon, to travel to the Sanhedrin, the High Court, and give testimony. If that testimony was received, then the court would declare mikudash. It is sanctified, and the people would respond, mekudash, mekudash. It is sanctified, it is sanctified. And the new month would begin. It was a pretty big deal because the declaration of the month would determine when holidays like Yom Kippur would fall. There's a great dramatic story in the Talmud about what happens when there is a disagreement about when Yom Kippur would be, but that's for another day. So here we have it, the origins of how Jews would mark time according to the moon. They would declare by seeing and while we don't sanctify in this particular way we use the calendar instead we still include in our prayers a public decoration of every new month which we'll also do today at the end of our Torah service. So what is the first month that the Torah is speaking about the Rosh HaKhalashim? Well it's Nisan. This is not the Rosh Hashanah, the first of the, mo- of the year, the most beginning of beginnings that we usually talk about. We usually refer to the beginning of our Jewish year as Tishrei, six months ago when we celebrated Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the year. Right? So I want to share with you, some insights from Nativot Shalom, the Slonim Rebbe, about Parshat HaChodesh that I think can help us understand the power, the importance placed on this month as Rosh HaChodeshim, the new moon of all new moons. So first of all, what does he say it means to be moon people? And this is an idea that Rabbi Sharon Brauss has spoken about many times in different ways. One of his essential messages is that like the moon, which is always in flux, we too, as individuals, can always change. Every single month when we mark Rosh Chodesh, we're to be reminded of our capacity for growth. The Hebrew root of Chodesh chen, chet dalet shin, month, is the same as chadash, new. It's a time of hit chadshut, every single month. Nisan, the hit chadshut of all hit chadshut, the renewal of all renewals. Why? Well, first of all, it contains Pesach, right? this, this essential story that our rabbis have us tell every single day about the exit, ex- exodus, our people's ascent from darkness to light, from enslavement to freedom, from bondage to redemption. What else? Well, this mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh was given in Egypt on purpose. Right? While they were still in the most narrow of places, to help us recognize the power of possibility. And it was even right after the plague of darkness itself, darkness, which was so intense, according to our tradition, that the people couldn't move and they couldn't even see one another, the stagnation. What is another element of this season? And, uh, and one that maybe we're feeling today as it's getting a little warmer, as the sun is coming out, it's the season itself. It right, having nothing to do with the moon, perhaps. It's the sun. Netivot Shalom would disagree with me because he said, no, it's all about being moon people. But the truth is, we're moon people who also correct a little bit for the sun, right? The sun comes out, the snow, you've heard of that, the snow thaws. Conditions begin to change around us to allow for more openness. Here's the thing. The spring is gonna spring with or without us, though. It won't change us, just something to hold on to, unless we take an active part in the transformation and renewal, unless we take our moon peopleness and we add that to what the sun is giving us right now. Adding this month of Adar to make sure that Chag Ha'aviv, another name for Pesach, brings us into this very season of season and also of spiritual blossoming. Reminders of Hit Chadshut are going to be everywhere, of renewal. Our job is to mirror it. There's an interesting relationship that I want to share between the month of Tishrei, when Rosh Hashanah was, and between this month of Nisan. There's a a famous or well-known question in the Talmud of when was the world created anyway? And Rabbi Yoshua says that the world was created in Nisan, right now. And Rabbi Eliezer says what most of us are more familiar with, which is that it was created in Tishrei. And, and I think even this question is calling us to recognize that there's an important and powerful relationship, that the Rosh Hashanah of Tishrei gives us something we need to get to the incredible power of the hit shoot, the renewal of right now of Nisan. And Shalom also writes about how our potential for growth is like a seed and how those seeds deep below the earth have to break down before they're ready to sprout. So that even if we feel we've gone to the depths of Egypt, there's also always a spark of life within the seed might be hidden that it will allow it to grow again. This sure makes me think about winter. Especially in places where the ground freezes and trees lay bare and those nights are long. But that seed is there. And here I want to thank our resident farmer, Rabbi Morris Panitz, for helping me think about this next piece. Not only is it okay that that seed is breaking down, as a native shalom might say, but actually it must break down. It's shedding a protective coating. It's a time-release miracle withstanding the elements, but then letting the outside in at just the right moment. Some seeds need time. Maybe the new year of Tishrei was in part about planting seeds that are only ready to sprout now. Think back for a moment to September, October, maybe you were in this very room, dressed in white, perhaps, on Yom Kippur, or flying through the air during the You or sitting with your grief during Yisker, soaking in melodies, new and old, reconnecting with community. What were some of the seeds that you planted during that season? What are some of the commitments you made to yourself or others? What goals or aspirations did you discover? And perhaps some of your Tishrei seeds were fall crops and bore fruit or a little flower. We made some progress with a relationship that needed tending took on a a positive habit or got rid of a negative one, even if just a little bit of the time. But maybe some of those realizations and those commitments we tried to make were more like barley, a spring crop that had to be planted back then when the promise of transformation and change maybe felt more real and closest by, but then they needed four months of being beneath the surface of physical and spiritual movement, and it's only now that those seeds are ready to sprout. When the protective layers have been shed and the environment and the water and the sun and temperature and our hearts are ready and right for fruit. When spring and redemption are in the air. One more teaching from Nativot Shalom. He shares another beautiful parallel between this time of year and the holy season of Tishrei. He says just as there is a period of aseret Yemei tshuva, 10 days of repentance, which we know from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, so too, he says, from the beginning of the month of Nisan to the 10th of Nisan is also aseret Yemei tshuva, the 10 days of repentance or return, or I would say Chadshut of renewal, but instead of being Days of yirah, of awe or fear, as we call those other days in Tishrei, he says these are aseret yemei tshuva shel ahava, of love. What a beautiful opening to this season of renewal to approach it and ourselves and the people around us with love at the core. Perhaps part of what we need in order to fully embrace and actualize the hitchadshut of this month of Nissan is to ground ourselves in knowing how deeply we are loved, in showing love to others, and showing that love and compassion to ourselves. This month is for you. This renewal is for you, my question, is what will we do with it? So we're going to start our Torah service, and we'll get in a little bit to our Mafteir, Parshat HaChodesh, and then bless the new month. And I, uh, I, I want to close us off with that melody as we get ready for the Torah service, um, and our readers make their way up, and our first Olim make their way up as well. <laughs>